Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. As you know, if you've listened to previous episodes, I currently have a lot of book projects in the works. But the one that I'm focused on this month, April 2019, is book four in my romance novel series entitled She Wants More. So today I wanted to share my process with getting started with book four, including how I outline it and my methods for getting the words on the page when I'm working on a new book. But before we get into that, I thought it would be fun to share some background on the series itself for those of you who don't know much about it. So this is book four in the Polyamorous Passions series. There will be nine books in total in the series, and each book is a short novella length, just over 20,000 words. For context, that's about a third of the length of The Great Gatsby. Put another way, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is about 38,000 words. So as you can see, these novellas that I'm writing in the romance series are all pretty short. They can easily be read in one to two hours. I like writing short novellas because it allows me to really focus on getting the story out there in a very direct sort of way. When you are working with such a limited word count, I like to think that as an author, there's a smaller chance of me going off on an unnecessary tangent. Plus, shorter books make it easier for a reader to actually complete the book. I know that for myself, I'll often start reading a novel and then I might get distracted by another book and then another one. So part of the idea behind these is that it will be a nice quick read for people who have hectic schedules and don't want to commit to a hefty volume. Another benefit is that writing shorter novellas enables me to write, edit, and publish them much faster so that my readers don't have to wait months and months or even years in between each book. I'm publishing these all within about a three-month span span of time between each one. And finally, the Polyamorous Passion series follows the story of three best friends as they each discover ethical non-monogamy in their own way. Books one to three focus on Emma's story, books four to six focus on Helen's story, and books seven to nine will focus on Scarlett's story. They follow the same chronological timeline, and all three of the best friends, plus a few of the side characters, appear in all nine of the books. Having these three trilogies within the overarching series is a useful way to explore each character and their journeys along the way. As a sidebar, it's also a really fun way for me to play with different characters' voices from their perspective versus their own, their friends' perspectives. So we were introduced to Helen in books one to three, but since book four is from her point of view rather than Emma's, we get to really see her and the other characters, her other friends, through an entirely new lens. So that's a lot of fun. So that's a little background into the series. I published book one, A Choice Between Two, back in August 2018. Book two, Gaming the System, was released in November 2018. And book three, Make Me Forget, came out in February 2019. So that's br- that brings us to where we are, we are at today with book four, She Wants More. This is the first book in Helen's story, so as I said, it's a really interesting opportunity for me to continue with the story from the previous three books, but with a different main character as the primary voice and plot. 
Now, when I first decided to write the Polyamorous Passion series, I mapped out a brief synopsis for each of the nine books. I had a few paragraphs for each one, outlining what would happen in that book. So I have known right from the beginning where each book would go and how the series is going to wrap up. With that in mind, while I was working on the previous three books in this series, I would occasionally have no ideas for the other books that aren't even written yet, that aren't out yet. So as I came up with those ideas, I might jot down bullet points or snippets of dialogue or even entire scenes. And that's how I wound up with about two full pages written um, for book four before I even did an in-depth outline for it a few weeks ago. But when I did start working on book four, I began not by writing the first chapter, but by outlining each chapter. So these novellas are all nine or ten, nine or ten chapters long. So what I like to do is to outline them chapter by chapter um, before I begin writing the story. I have the chapters listed in a Google Doc, and each chapter gets two or three bullet points outlining important plot details that happen in that chapter. So it's really just a one-page outline, kind of a cheat sheet for me to look at as I'm writing the story, and kind of that sort of map so that I can see where is the story going, what key events do I want to take place um, between the different characters. Now, once that's done, once I've, I've finished creating that outline, that's when I sit down and start writing the first sentence of chapter one. Staring at that initial blank page can be an experience with a capital E, but it's also a really exciting moment to get started, to start at the very beginning of a story. I try not to think too hard about that opening scene or even that first sentence since I know I can always go back and change it later. So I often start writing um, rather than sitting and staring at this blank page for minutes on end or hours on end. I usually just like to dive right in because I know that I can go back and I can adjust that paragraph or that first sentence later on. But the other side of it is that I often have an idea in mind before I've even started writing the book, sometimes actually um, before I've even written the chapter outline, how I want that first chapter to start. So I already have a bit of an idea in my head, and that really helps to make it so much easier to get started. Um, so it's not, I don't have that sort of feeling of overwhelm by staring at that blank screen. For the most part, with my novels, I try really hard to write in a linear fashion. I find that it's easier for me to organize the story when I write it all in order of, of the sequence of events. If I write a story in which I jump around a bunch from one chapter to the next, which I have done before, I inevitably forget about some important detail or another and I end up needing to go back and make a bunch of changes. I usually miss something crucial and things just get a little haywire. I know there are some really famous authors who I adore, uh, like Diana Gabaldon, who jump around and write like it's almost like a, it's a jigsaw puzzle to piece together afterward, but that's just not my preferred way of doing it. To each their own. I like writing linear, that's not going to work for other people. Now, that being said, as I am writing a story, I'll often get a really great idea for a scene or some dialogue that I know will be featured later on in the book, maybe like five chapters down the line. So whenever that happens, whenever that idea strikes, I get that idea onto paper as soon as possible so that I don't forget it. 
I've found that following where the inspiration strikes is super important. Getting it on paper as soon as I come up with that idea is crucial. And once I finish writing that bit that jumps out at me, that's when I like to go back and continue working methodically chapter by chapter again in that sort of linear fashion. Usually it's when I hit about two thirds of the way through a book that I get a little bit stuck. So that's when I tend to do a lot more jumping around from one chapter to the next, going back to fill in past scenes, rereading what I've already written to get inspired for other things I should include, and so on. Those last two or three chapters are often the hardest for me to write. They are the ones that tend to require the most pushing on my part to get them done so that I have a complete manuscript. That's also why the first few chapters in each of my books tend to be the best edited because I've gone back over them so many times while trying to figure out what direction to take later on in the story. So I often like to refer back to previous chapters, reread them um, as I'm going through. I might change things and edit them and that kind of thing. Um, And because I do so much of that before the entire first draft is even, even written, those earlier chapters do tend to be better edited as a result. I've just spent so much more time working on them um, while trying to get ideas for later chapters in the book. I also want to note here that even though I use a chapter by chapter outline before I even start writing my books, and even though I always know at least two or three events that will happen in each chapter before I get started with those, those bullet points in my outline, that doesn't mean that my book outline is set in stone. As I'm writing a book, sometimes the characters want to go in a different direction than I had planned. Sometimes I realize that what I thought would be a really great event just doesn't work after all. So I definitely adjust my outline throughout the writing process, some books much more than others. My chapter by chapter outline is a fantastic guideline for me to follow when I'm writing a book and it gives me a lot of direction and keeps me on track with the story arc, but that doesn't mean it's rigid. Rather, it's a tool that I use and I might delete things or add things or move things around in that outline as the story unfolds and as the characters take on a life of their own. The core idea of the book in that um, synopsis that I wrote, you know, months and months ago, um, that tends to stay pretty much the same, that, that central idea of the book, but the little details here and there and how the story unfolds, how I get to that end point, That is where a lot of different types of changes tend to happen. So really this chapter by chapter outline is um, an organic living document. And if you've been in my freelancer courses, then you've heard me say that about your small business plan. So your business plan for a freelance business, any kind of solopreneur business, that's, it's a really organic living document. It's a tool to keep your business moving forward. And to me, these chapter by chapter outlines work in much the same fa- same fashion as an author. It's a tool to move forward. It's a living organic document that um, needs to be referred to on a very regular basis as you move forward with your story. And it can absolutely change and grow as you and your book change and grow. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Do you like hearing about the outlining process of writing a book? I'm really curious. Um, Does anything about my method of doing this surprise you? 
And if you are an author, do you prefer to have an outline or do you like to fly by the seats of your seat of your pants when you write? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at saganlives on Twitter or Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.